The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com. Good afternoon. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored. No holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. How about you, D-Love? I'm ready for sex with Jaya and some friends. <laughs> and some friends. If you haven't guessed, today we're talking about a very hot topic in the media, open relationships. We are contacted all the time from people who want to interview us about how we work our relationship. What a lot of people out there are interested in are all the many different types of open relationships and forms of non-monogamy, like swinging, polyamory. I know polygamy is big in the news. Um, polyfidelity, and of course, most all of these are labels. Polyandry. Polyandry, yeah, that's where one woman has two guys. That's kind of like my situation right now. Currently, we got to rectify we, that. Yeah, we do have to fix that. Yeah. Although there's nothing wrong with that. It's just no, no, that's where we're at right now, and D, D loves wanting some more girl action. I am. <laughs> Open up the family. So, like D love and I... We make up our own rules, so most people don't really get into the labels. You know, they want they want to make up their own rules and agreements. Yes, D Love, we're out. I'm outing us. We are. I guess the label would be polyamorous, although we're kind of polyfidelitous, polyandrous right now. It, it varies. Yeah, it's flexible. It's very flexible. So right. here's the gist of our story, very quickly. Um, I was in relationship with John, who's the co-author of my book and uh, DVD series, Red Hot Touch. And John and I were in a relationship for almost eight years now. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's going on eight years next month. And um, we, we had an open relationship from the very beginning. So I've always kind of been this way. And then I met D-Love about two years ago. And we have a baby together, and we all, all three of us live together in a happy house with a happy family, and we don't have very much drama going on. It's very easy and harmonious, wouldn't you say, D-Love? I would say very little drama. And yesterday I was on Playboy Radio, and they're very fascinated by all this and how it works, and they're always asking John about it. And John, John was talk, talk so nice about you, D-Love, <laughs> and they're always like, oh my gosh, he's so, how can he talk so nice about the other guy in your life? <laughs> <laughs> He was saying how you're healing, you're very healing when you dance. Mm. Healing who? Healing, helping heal other women. Oh, <laughs> well, that's good advertising to get out there. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, good so the rest is all history, but go ahead, D-Love. Well, that's what? 
I, I was saying it's all kind of history now. What is? Well, you know, the rest is history. Like, I met John, oh, then yeah, I met yeah. you, and the rest is history. I get it. I get it. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm subtly telling you I'm breaking up with you. I'm leaving you. I'm going to go be monogamous now. Oh, how boring. Have fun. <laughs> anyway, um, I also was reading a very interesting article today, speaking of the media, in Sexist Magazine, my new favorite place to read articles about sex, sexismagazine.com. Um, they interviewed one of my favorite authors. Whenever I, I have so many people come to me for coaching on this, they always say, you know, what books are good to read. And, and this is one of the books I recommend a lot, which is Opening Up by Tristan Tiramino. I love her book because it has a lot of great information just to ask yourself, you know, if this is a really a good lifestyle for you. And they interviewed her, so this is part four of her interview. And in it, she discusses non-monogamy and the benefits, even some monogamous couples, just learning some of the negotiating skills that we have to have when we're in you know, these types of relationships. It really does take an evolved, I would say, communication level and emotional level to to negotiate being in these relationships. So there are benefits also to monogamous couples learning some of these things. I and I especially say... liked how she talked about um, our culture saying that you're with the wrong person and if you aren't 100% fulfilled by them. I think that's a huge myth. Anyway, you, you were going to say something, D-Love? Um, well, I was just going to say that uh, those negotiating skills and all of that stuff that is mentioned about polyamory, and you say, yes, it's like doubly or triply important when you're dealing with open or poly relationships because there's just so much more emotional um, and um, psychological energy in the air. But... You know, I think that uh, so many monogamous relationships um, would be need those skills just as much as poly people do, and that's enough. Yep. Yeah. We also have Victoria from Eden Fantasies on the line. Time goes so fast. I feel like, oh, my gosh, got to get all this stuff in. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> so, Victoria, you're here to talk to us about some great sex stuff for, you know, people who are couples, but also, you know, playing games with more than just your marriage couple or monogamous couple, how we can open up and things that can help us sort of break the ice for that. You have a coupon code to get today. Go to EdenFantasies.com to get uh, 25% off. And the coupon code today is TOGETHER, TOGETHER. Hello, Victoria. Hello. Hi, Jaya. Hi, D-Love. Hello. So what do you have so, for yeah. us today? Well, we have a lot of products that are meant um, for couples or groups. We have a, a really easy-to-find category right on our homepage, a link that will take you to everything from massage kits to erotic games to, you know, lingerie and furniture and all the different accessories you can use for positioning, loads and loads of fun stuff for foreplay. Uh, but one of the the ones I wanted to touch on first, I think, with um, you know some of the anxiety that might be involved, or you know just a stressful life in general. Like massage is always nice, and I often talk about massage products. I think massage stones and oils and massage candles are a really nice way to wind down. Um, and we have some that are great that not only are candles that scent the room, but also turn into a really nice massage oil. And those are Ones by companies like B Swish and Shunga and Jimmy Jane. So those are a really nice choice. I think that they would be a good fit for pretty much anybody. And I'm all for massage, you know, the <laughs> my own DVD <laughs> series on the topic. But uh, 
I, I can't recommend it enough. And I just had the vision right now of a group massage. Like, wouldn't that be great? Just like that sounds heavenly. Oils <laughs> and five hands massaging you all over. That just sounds awesome. And it's also good to take care of yourself, too. I mean, I, I have this one that I love um, by Jimmy Jane that's a dark vanilla scent, and I use it all the time, like on my heels, my elbows, like, you know, just because it's such a nice, thick massage oil. So mm. those are good, and they'll definitely get used. You know, that when you're buying those, they're not going to go to waste. Um, and games are fun, too. I think sometimes... Especially if, um, you know, if it's a play party or a situation like that, a good way to break the ice would be some of the games where there's like, you know, little teasing activities and naughty questions and things like that. So we have a few that I wanted to point out that can be played in group situations like 101 Nights of Great Sex or Erotic Dice, which is a total classic, uh, and Spin the Bottle. So those Spin are the ones bottle that are for easy. adults. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite bottle. game when I was a kid. Does that say anything about me as an adult? Like, that was my most favorite game was playing Spin the Bottle. We even played Spin the Bottle with dice sometimes. Like, everybody had a number. Yeah. We were inventive we, kids. We have fun stuff like strip chocolate checkers where the checker pieces are chocolate and you have to lose a piece of clothing. And that, those are really fun and silly. We have sex casino and sexy poker and truth or dare and pretty much every incarnation of like an erotic game you can think of we have on the site. So they're worth checking out, even just to kind of mix it up. And then there's more fun things like naked games, like uh, chocolate body paints and edible tattoos and honey dust and ticklers. Those are fun, and those can move to the bed pretty easily. And they might be a little messy, but they're definitely fun and, you know, get more into oral play with those. So they're they're worth checking out, too. One thing I do want to touch on really quick is just safer sex stuff, because I know in, like, group right. situations, it's really important. So you guys carry things like dental dams. A lot of people don't even know what those are. Can you talk about that a little bit? We do. We actually have um, we have a ton. I don't know the exact number something like 75 different types of condoms and dental dams on the site. So if you have latex allergies, if you don't want to deal with um, lubricants or whatever, we have, you can sort through and use the filters to filter out any of the choices um, that you're not interested in. But we have several different kinds of dental dams, some that are colored, some that are clear, some that are flavored, uh, as well as female condoms and male condoms. So, and even little cases that hold your condoms so that you always are ready. So, there's a lot so of different choices. the next time you go to your play party, you, you know, stop at EdenFantasies.com, get your 25% off with your coupon code TOGETHER, and you'll be stocked up for your play party. Definitely. You know, the safer the better. Um, I've actually tried the Vanilla Glide dams. The, they're by um, Sheer Glide, and they're not bad at all. It actually is like... You would expect it to be like a chemically vanilla taste, but it's not. It's just like a light vanilla taste. It's hard to explain. And that's, it's that's like a dental a, dam? Yeah. So, um, and then, like I said, some of them are different colors. We have, you know, all different color condoms as well. We have the reality condom, which is a, a condom that women can use and insert. So there's a lot of different choices. Um, we even have condoms that have vibrators on them. So, that's uh, fun. Yeah, there's a lot of fun options for safe sex. Um, what about liquid latex? So those are latex? worth checking out. What did you say, D-Love? What about liquid latex? Is that, uh, do you guys, there's a, 
product that I've seen that uh, you pour it on the skin and then it hardens? We have that. We yeah. have it comes in like a tub, uh-huh. almost like body pudding or something would come in with a screw off cap. Mm-hmm. Um, we have it in a couple different colors, um, and, but that's mostly used like for dress up or play or sensory play. It can be poured on and it does harden. There's enough to make like a. Um, you can in one jar you can make like a tank top style type corset like on the whole top of a person's body or you could coat their arms or you could coat you can use it pretty much anywhere and it peels off once it dries it doesn't peel off easily but it will you know so it's not just going to flake off once you pour it on but it does peel off we actually have a couple reviews of it too where people have bought it and they used it and then they reported on it one thing they do say is it has a little bit of a smell when it's wet but as it dries the smell goes away which you know kind of makes sense is that a safe sex product or is that more just a novelty no that's for play i wouldn't i wouldn't count on liquid latex to take the place of a dental dam or anything. And because it's wet when you put it on and it's liquid mm. and it has to solidify before you use it, I don't think I'd want to lick liquid latex. <laughs> <laughs> so, although it could be really fun for temperature play. Like you could pour it over your breasts and then let it harden and use an ice cube on top of it and stuff mm. like that. That would be super fun. I think liquid latex is more for foreplay and for visual and sensory, but definitely I would not count on it for a safe, to be a safe sex product. Good advice. Thank you. Awesome. So <laughs> thank you so much, Victoria, again, for being on this week. You can go to EdenFantasies.com and use coupon code TOGETHER for 25% off. These were really great suggestions. I'm really excited. Like, I want to get some of these games. They sound really fun. I want to make, like, Don't an erotic massage game. Swing. What? I was actually, I forgot to mention that that's another fun one is, uh, are the swings and the position mm. accessories like that. Those really open up access. If you have multiple partners involved, you know, in play, then you want to be able to be comfortable and have everyone be able to have access. So that really makes for a fun night as well. Awesome. Swings, spin the bottle, erotic dice, it's all good. Here on Sex with Giant, when we come back, I have two amazing women today as my guests for today's show. More Sex with Giant when we return. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Valentine's Day is Jaya's favorite holiday, and it's just a few days away. So she's been stirring up the house making handmade gift packages. I have to admit, it can be a little intimidating having a sex expert as a partner. What do you get the experts for Valentine? If you're like me and you want that special something, you're going to love these handmade red-hot Valentines that Jaya has created. Your lover will receive three red-hot touch DVDs, a hand-poured soy massage candle, one bottle of organic coconut oil, a handmade coupon booklet, and a Valentine inspiration booklet where Jaya shares some great ideas 
for a great night in with your lover. These are limited edition packages. We only have a few left. So don't procrastinate. Get them in time for Valentine's Day. Go to redhottouch.com and order today. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. The Sports Mavericks Show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks Show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award Program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouillet and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on The Voice. Voice America Sports Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at missjaya.com that's j-a-i-y-a at missjaya.com now back to sex with jaya I have two really incredible, amazing, fantastic women as my guests today. Jenny Block is such an inspiration. I got her book and I couldn't put it down. It was, it was such a reminder as to why I have chosen this lifestyle of non-monogamy. Plus, it's really excellently written. Jenny shares her true life story from monogamy to non-monogamy and everything in between. So I, this is just an awesome, awesome book called Open. And my other guest today is Kamala Devi. She is a dear, dear soul sister. We almost look alike. So, um, and, and we have such similar personalities. It's amazing. She's just busting it out with all these amazing things in her life. She's written numerous books. Most, most recently, though, she's released a film about getting your relationship black belt. And I couldn't make it to a release party. I wanted to go so bad, but I cannot wait to see this film. Mm -hmm. So Kamala is also living a polyamorous lifestyle with her husband of seven-plus years. Hello, awesome women. Hi, Jaya. Hi. Thank you for having us today. Oh, you're very welcome. 
Um, so one of the things we were just talking about on the break is that we were all on the Tyra Banks show mm-hmm. talking about polyamory. That's very interesting. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> and so you guys know each other from the show you've actually met before. That's right. We met in a, a hotel room in New York, um, and it was all very exciting circumstances. Awesome. So I just want to dive right into our show today and to our questions. So, Jenny, uh, let's start with you. And can you tell us just a little bit about how you came to the decision that this type of lifestyle, love style, was the right match for you? And I know that's a long story. <laughs> well, I wish it was a, a nicer story because the truth is that I um, I cheated on my husband after we had been married for about three years, and I wasn't sure why I had cheated. I had one of those sort of devil angel on my shoulders experiences. Um, but when I came clean to him and he said to me, I can't believe you lied to me, I had this really strange sort of maybe writerly epiphany about what had really happened. Like he could have said, I can't believe you had sex with someone else, or two and a million other things. But it was the lying that that bothered him, which led me on a long journey of trying to figure out what really is the foundation of marriage and the foundation of relationships and what makes a good marriage or relationship. And after I don't know, maybe two or three more years of sort of soul searching and talking to him, we sort of decided that you know the only thing keeping us from trying this was that. You know, society seems to turn its nose up at it, supposedly, you know, soon to find out how many people really are involved in this. But And mm-hmm. then we just sort of gave it a go, and I think we were very lucky. We had a very lucky experience in terms of our first partner and in terms of the experiences that we had since then, and now it's been like seven years. Wow. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. And Kamala, what was the thing that came, led you to come to the decision that this was the right path for you? Sure. I I think it was 15 years ago that I was introduced to the path, and um, and it was basically like I was practicing it um, uh, by by accident. You know, I just felt I was in in relationship with a woman in college, and um, I happened to fall in love with a man, and my girlfriend at the time said, "You know, you're really falling in love with this guy," and why don't you, you know, be real and just admit it and just, you know, start dating him too instead of, like, you know, lying to me. And so I had never even knew knew this was possible before I actually, you know, for six months was dating him and dating her and going, wow, you know, it was sort of an expression of just being bisexual for me. You know, I was lesbian for years before that. And I was like, okay, if I'm bisexual, that means I can date both, right? Um, so I just started being open and honest and dating two people, which is ironic because later when I tried to find other people who were doing it, I was very turned off by uh, the community. I couldn't find role models or any positive um, examples of who was doing it or or how they were living their lives, which actually led me on this path of like, darn it, I'm going to be a role model. <laughs> I'm going to be a stand for you know what all the possibilities that aren't being taught. Right. That's really, really interesting. Uh, And that leads me to my next question, which is what led you to wanting to teach others about non-monogamy? So for you, Kamala, it was very much about 
um, helping, like being a role model, a really positive expression of the ideal lifestyle you wanted to lead. You wanted to be a role model to other people and help other people. That's right. I I didn't when when I was first introduced to the word polyamory, which is um, you know m- many loves, and um, and it's a it's a great term that was you know kind of coined not long you know during during the free love movement. Um, but when I was first introduced to that, what I saw scared me because people who got together in polyamory groups, it was like um, there, there was just a lot of nerds, like whether the, you know they were. They're older than me. I was pretty young at the time and and overweight and I just had all these stereotypes that I put on them and that you know, that they had and and I thought, Oh my god, if this is if this is what it is, I think I'd rather be monogamous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt like mm-hmm. I was secretly polyamorous. Um but what what happened for me is I started to build community around and I want to make this important distinction for me at least, was I was way more interested in open relationship as a path towards enlightenment and a spiritual path than just because I, I, you know, couldn't be faithful. So I really identify as a spiritual, like polyamory is a spiritual choice for me and it's part of my tantric path. And I just say that because my, my teachings and my community are all really about, about relationship towards, you know, self-realization. And that's mm-hmm. really different than you know, just just getting together and having other lovers and, and because I don't have that much in common with other people that are practicing polyamory unless they're on a spiritual path. Right. It's a little off the topic, but most of my, you know, in terms of my media and my my um, books and my emphasis of what I teach, it it's all very intertwined with polyamory is a spiritual path and that's the kind of um, stand that I'm making in the world. One of the things I heard both of you say, which was about lying, and I also read this this morning in Tristan Tiramino's um, article, which was that a lot of people say when when they have a partner who cheats on them, it's not so much that they cheated as much as it is the lying. And so I just want to point that out, that that, that was a really important revelation that I read this morning, and then you both talked about it, so just reiterated that. Jenny, um, what led you to teach, want to teach others about non-monogamy and write your book? Well, I mean, in, in a lot of ways, uh, I have to admit, it's really a lot simpler than what Kamala talks about, which is really just that I wanted to tell the truth and wanted to tell my story. I think people start to feel very isolated when, you know, they don't look like their next-door neighbors. You know, I didn't understand, mm-hmm. sort of, could, could I be this one and only freak? And that just didn't, it didn't really make sense to me. And once I started you know, doing some research, I found there were people out there, but there weren't people who were telling the truth and putting their name on it and putting their face out there and just being sort of like, this is just what I am, you know, sort of take it or leave it. Um, so when when the publisher approached me, I sort of thought, okay, that must be some sort of sign that it's time just to, you know, put it out there. Not, In fact, I, you know, in some ways I was a little bit scared of the role model thing. As soon as the book came out, I got the you know, a lot of media, and I got invited to a lot of groups, and I kept saying, I don't really know anything about this, you know, like, you don't, I'm not the, I, I, I can't teach you anything, all I can do is share my story, and people are like, that's all we want, you know, all mm-hmm. they wanted was to know that, that they weren't alone, um, and so that that's really what this, that's what has, this has turned out to be for me, I get a lot of letters from people who say, um, 
I'm in a monogamous relationship, and I really like that. I really like hearing your story because it just reinforced the fact that different people have different ways of doing things. And then I have other people who write to me and say, you know, we were just always sort of secretive. We just thought we were bizarre, you know, because how can you have a PTA mom? And when people see me, they sort of look at me, and are, I think they're disappointed. I'm just way too boring for what they were hoping for, you know, that somehow mm-hmm. there'd be something dramatic or unusual or, I don't know, off the off the radar, um, and my, telling my story was about sort of coming out as a very average person and just saying, this is just, this is just what we do, this is just how we live and how we love, and I'm not, you know, at least from my perspective, it doesn't seem that, I don't think it's that strange. Every day there's another cheating scandal, so non-monogamy is very popular. It's honesty that doesn't seem very popular. <laughs> I, I, I second that. Um, you know, I just noticed that we all have a lot in common. We, you know, we're all in sort of open relationships, and we all are moms, all three of us. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and, and we all are pretty, like, you know, when I look at my life, I have a pretty normal, <laughs> normal, quote in quotes, life. I mean, we get up, we have a, our baby, you know, we do our normal things all day. So it's very interesting that there there is, like, an idea of, who people in, in open relationships are and what we look like and that we are just pretty, you know, on the outside we maybe look a little like everybody else. So when we come back, I'm, we're going to talk more about all the different types of non-monogamy. What are they? You know, we have swinging, threesomes, play parties, open relationships, open marriages. And, you know, a lot of people say to me, I could never do that. I'd be way too jealous. How do we deal with a jealousy issue? This is like the biggest question that I get um, whenever I'm doing interviews is how do you deal with jealousy? So when we return, we'll have more sex with Jaya and these juicy, juicy ladies, Jenny Block and Kamala Devi. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Valentine's Day is Jaya's favorite holiday, and it's just a few days away. So she's been stirring up the house making these special handmade gift packages. I have to admit, it's a little intimidating having a sex expert as a partner. What do you get the expert for Valentine? If you're like me and you want that special something, you are going to love these handmade red-hot Valentines that Jaya has created. Your lover will receive three red-hot touch DVDs, a hand-poured soy massage candle, one bottle of organic coconut oil, a handmade coupon booklet, and a Valentine inspiration booklet where Jaya shares some great ideas for a night in with your lover. These are limited edition packages. There's only a few left, so don't procrastinate. Go to RedHotTouch.com and order today. (laughs) 
Are you ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at missjaya.com that's j-a-i-y-a at missjaya.com now back to sex with jaya we're back. I'm talking with Jenny Block. JennyOnThePage.com is her website. And Kamala Devi, KamalaBlissCoach.com. And Kamala is K-A-M-A-L-A, KamalaBlissCoach.com to go to her website. And, of course, you can go to my website, MissJaya.com, RedHotSuch.com, or NewWorldSexEd.com. So um, I just want to dive in. I want to talk a little bit, Jenny, with you about you know one of the things I liked about your book was just you were really honest, and we were we we were talking about the honesty issue, and that most people just aren't aren't really good at being completely transparent, and this is a big thing in in the love and eyes relationship is that that complete transparency. But one of the things I loved about your transparency is also your vulnerability in that. And that you talk about, you know, body image issues and what it means to be a woman and relationship, and you're just really examining all of that. So I just want to thank you for putting it out there, and thank you also, Kamala, because all three of us are just putting ourselves out there in a, in a big way about these topics. So thank you. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about different types of non-monogamy and what they mean. Um, so can you? I know that there's a difference between swinging and polyamory. What would you say those differences are? Um, I have dear friends who are swingers. They're amazing people, but there is a difference between swinging and what polyamory is. So, Jenny, can you just talk a little bit on the different types of relationships you've seen and as you were coming into this, how you decided to settle into where you're at now? Sure. I'm, I have to start off by saying that it, it seems like you can't define any of these words because everybody seems to define them differently, and we're all sort of desperate to find one definition just so we can have the conversation. Um, so what <laughs> I can tell you is sort of the conclusions that I've come to just from my research and talking to people. I mean, it, it's my understanding that people who are swingers are interested, if not solely, then primarily in sex. They go out to parties. They go out and meet people. They're not people that they form any sort of relationship with. If it's a relationship, it, it is based on just the fact that they have sex. Whereas people who are involved in polyamorous relationships, as Kamala mentioned, it literally means many loves. So it's people who are who love more than one person. Sometimes those are sexual, sometimes they're not sexual, sometimes they're different levels of being sexual. Um, and then, of course, open marriage is someone who is legally, by whatever you know, at least what this country says, legally married to someone and then has other sexual partners outside of that, often people who 
in my experience, again, with polyamory, people who they love, not just people who they have sex with. Although there are other open marriages where there's, that's sort of a, just a permission thing, which is actually mm-hmm. where ours started, which is just, you know, if you want to be with someone else, that's fine. In fact, we sort of, I've heard a lot of poly uh, people say this, they start out with the don't fall in love with anyone rule, and then mm-hmm. you realize what a idiotic rule that is, because, you know, who's, who's going to control that? Um, so, you know, we started out with that as well. So I don't know, maybe we were open first, I would have called us swingers, um, but now I call us polyamorous. Hmm. And Kamala, what are your takes on some of these definitions? Swinging, polyamory, polyfidelity, open relationships, open marriage. What What's your ideas there? Well, I think Jen, Jenny's right on. And um, I, I would put open marriage as an umbrella term. If you're married and, you know, swingers are in, in an open relation, marriage, so are polyamorous people. I like that, you know, kind of as a, hey, if you're, marriage is non-conventional and you have some degree of openness, whether that's for sex or for love, then it's open. But um, the interesting thing is that this community, those of us who are in non-monogamous relationships, have almost our own lingo. So, you know, there's there's new terms and words made up all the time for different types of relationships. Like, um, you know, we talk about triangles. Like sometimes there's, you know, Three, three-way relationships that are equal, or maybe they're, you know, not equilateral triangles. Um, and then it, it gets really clever because we start using terms like, oh, one person's the pivot point, meaning they have two lovers, and they're the connecting point. Um, you know, so, so a lot of it's, you know, it can be really geeky to get into what are the terms and what are the definitions. Um, and I love this term. You, you, you mentioned polyfidelity. Um, it sounds like a bank, doesn't it? Polyfidelity. <laughs> what it means is that you've got multiple lovers who are fidelitous or, or, you know, in a committed relationship and they don't see other people. So that could be a three, a, a, a triangle, three-way, that is just like any other married couple where they've, you know, got a commitment, but it's to three, you know, to two other people as opposed to just to one person and then they live their life you know, in that fidelitous arrangement. So, yeah, there's um, lots of fun we have with words. I even like to call it, like, poly jargon, you know, with, the, with oh, all the different poly geometry. Um, I wanted to go ahead and coin the phrase duo-amorous. Duo-amorous. really just me and my husband. Amorous. Me and my husband and I, which I think is a polyfidelitous V. Is that right, Kamala? Is that where I am with me at the pivot point? Um I just think it's so funny that we do, we have this human need to name stuff. Maybe yeah. we can talk about it, maybe just so everyone can feel like, okay, good, I can check some kind of box, that's who you are, but I still don't know what I'm going to do when my census form comes. Yep. <laughs> yes. I mean, I was at the chiropractor's yesterday, and, you know, I had to check a box about my relationship status, and it was like, other. I'm sorry, but that fits my status because they don't have open marriage on there. And I, I actually, here's a term that I use. I'm in a pod. And I really just like saying I have a polypod because I've got lots of lovers, my husband has lots of lovers, and we all sort of swim together and play together like dolphins do. And it's very fluid. So that that term, you know, works for me. Hmm. So, um, D-Love, are you hanging in there? I am. You know, it's like I I just want to get everybody else's take on it because I've got, I could go on for the full hour plus another couple with all my own stuff about polyamory and 
how effective it is, and just that it's a whole world that um, I think if more people just knew that it was a possibility, there would be a lot more people engaged in it. Yeah. So I want to touch, I want to dive into the jealousy issue because so many people ask me about how do you deal with jealousy? Can you give, can we give advice to people who are, you know, that maybe they're talking about what, I have so many people who come to my practice and they're like, you know what, we're thinking about having a threesome or we're thinking about opening up our relationship, but I don't know if I can deal with the jealousy. Can can I give us some advice there? Right up front, I want to say that monogamous people have jealousy too. You know, that they, they, they go through their jealousy and they think, a lot of people think, oh, if I don't let my husband see someone else, that's going to somehow save me from feeling jealousy. But the reality is they're dealing with their jealousy anyway, you know, and creating a structure to stop, to try to stop a certain feeling isn't actually literally going to help necessarily. Um, and then I want to say polyamorous people. So then you decide maybe you are going to open your relationship and see what happens and it's like just because you're poly doesn't mean that jealousy is going to go away it really we really do still have to deal with it because it's a natural human emotion um we're just not trying to structure our life to cut ourselves off from experiencing something very human <laughs> I, I, One of the things in some ways, I think poly people have sort of a little bit of a get out of jail free card with that because there is no grass is other green is the grass being greener go ahead and, you know, go ahead and graze, you know, and then they come back and go, oh, yeah, it's just this green over here. Um, so I'm with Kamala. There's plenty, you know, people have been bred to be jealous. We own our houses and our cars and we want to own our lovers, which is completely impossible to do. So it just seems like the, I feel like there are these specific things that people in monogamous relationships who think monogamous relationships are the only way to fly pick these sort of pressure points that they think, only apply to people in poly relationships, and that that's one of them. You know, what about the kids, and isn't there jealousy? Now we think, well, what about your kids, and what about your jealousy? So I think <laughs> it's just all a matter of how you decide to look at that universe and whether you're going to, I think, when, if you're in a poly relationship, you have to face it up front. There's not really, there's nowhere to hide that. And I think, at least for my monogamous relationships, we spend a lot of time trying to hide that the jealousy. Oh, you know, that's fine. Yeah, you can totally go out with your friends and then spend the entire evening, you know, by the phone shaking. I mean, who, who, who how is that healthy to do? So, yeah, I think it's a, it's definitely a shared problem. I, I would have wanna, uh, go ahead. something to add to the jealousy conversation because um, my take on it is that jealousy is really just a pointer. It's something, it's an indicator, and it's a very big blanket word that... Um, there's so many specifics that it points to. So if you're feeling jealous, what does that really mean? Is, it, are you, is there an insecurity coming up because you feel that the, your, your partner is going to um, fall more deeply in love with and leave you? Is there a sense that um, you're not enough as a person to maintain their interest? It's not... Um, I don't feel like it's effective... To just look at it as jealousy because that is also one of these um, words that has us put the center of control outside of us. So it, yeah. it loses our power to say, I'm jealous because this thing is happening out there when really there's something happening out there, but we're interpreting it and feeling it in certain ways that make us uncomfortable. 
and the power is to look and see why are we uncomfortable. So I want to just give a specific here. People are most afraid of. People are most afraid of looking inward. You know, it's really easy to point the finger. It's really easy to talk about other people's relationships, and it's really hard to look inside and say, I don't feel very good about myself or my life or what I'm doing. The only thing I know to do is to, to put that outward. I think that's another thing that frightens people about any relationships that don't sort of follow the drummer because it involves a lot of self-reflection. And if I'm doing that and Kamala is doing that and you're doing that, other people don't want us to suggest that they do that too. So that means we mm-hmm. have to shut up. Um, <laughs> there's not enough room for, you know, okay, you don't have to self-reflect if you don't want to. But I think that goes to the jealousy and the just having the capacity to love more than one person. All that has to do with just saying to yourself, hey, self, you know, what are you really comfortable with? And it's, it's sort of shocking what we are comfortable with and how different that is from what we're programmed to think we're comfortable with. So on that note, uh, we will come back with more. Uh, RedHotTouch.com is my site, Jenny on the page for Jenny Block, and KamalaBlissCoach.com for Kamala Devi. More Sex with Jaya coming back after the break. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Valentine's Day is Gaia's favorite holiday. And it's just a few days away, so she's been stirring up the house making handmade gift packages. I have to admit, it's a little intimidating having a sex expert as a partner. What do you get the expert for Valentine's? If you're like me and you want that special something, you're going to love these handmade red-hot Valentines that Jaya has created. Your lover will receive three red-hot touch DVDs, a hand-poured soy massage candle, one bottle of organic coconut oil, a handmade coupon booklet, and a Valentine inspiration booklet where Jaya shares some great ideas for a great night in with your lover. These are limited edition packages. There's only a few left, so don't procrastinate and get them in time for Valentine's Day. Go to redhottouch.com and order today. success. What does it mean to you? Voice America presents a radio program dedicated to help you achieve your career goal. Even in times of economic uncertainty, you can achieve your financial goals. Whether you're a college grad, new in the working environment, or a top-level executive, you will benefit from the practical and proven advice on job search and career advancement. Join Ken and Cheryl Dawson every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for Total Career Success on Voice America. 
Wake up with a unique daily show covering the world of sports with a new perspective. Get off the bench with Mitchell John. We'll bring you the current sports news and events happening now, not later like the others. Your first look at sports will feature the news and views from professional, college, and high school sports. Tune in with Mitchell John for a can't-miss program every weekday. Catch Get Off the Bench with Mitchell John weekday mornings at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. So D-Love recently came to me, you know, his libido is back after the birth of our baby. I'm so excited that his libido is back. But, you know, he's getting ready, he's like checking out the scene out there and getting ready to, you know, start dating again. And, you know, he asked me to examine. I'm definitely like totally open when it comes to being polysensuous with other people. But there's something about intercourse that's like special. For me, and so sometimes every now and then I get a little tweaked, I get a little jealous, mm-hmm. and so he was asking me to examine, like, is it mental or is it like it, it mentally is it still there or is it just this emotional thing? Because sometimes, and you said this, Jenny, sometimes I feel like I'm supposed to be like like this isn't right, so I'm supposed to be upset at him if he has intercourse with another woman, right? Like, it's, right? It's some cultural conditioning. It's so interesting, but it, mentally, I'm like I'm totally all for this lifestyle, but every now and then I get this like emotional like ugh about it. So very interesting. Hmm. I saw in a, an episode of Modern Family, and I only caught the end of it, but apparently someone Sally Field was dating turned out to be non-monogamous, and she wasn't sure that she was up for that. And she said, I just want to be enough for someone. And I, I was so upset. <laughs> I was so mm-hmm. upset at what the connotations were about that, that that implies that somehow that must be we are not enough for our partners or we don't think our partners are enough. I thought, I don't understand what this thing is about being satiated in some way of what? Of love or of sex or of what? I mean, if I just want to be satiated, I'm just going to be alone. Like, I can take care of that business. And if I just want to be loved and I have my family, where is that? Like, that seed seems to be so deeply rooted in all the Cinderella movies that it's just really tough to deprogram that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's sad to think that someone's self-worth is wrapped up in whether or not their partners have any sexual attraction to anyone other than them. Exactly. And, and with my, you know, the exact counter to, to that very Sally Fields sentiment is that my husband and I, our rationale for being in an open marriage is that we have so much love, you know, that we want to share it with more people. This feeling mm-hmm. of, like, who he is. And who we are together is so big, it can't be contained by just Kamala and Michael. It's like we want to overflow to, you know, other lovers and friends. 
Mm-hmm. That's how John and I definitely are. I mean, we were just, in the beginning, we're like, okay, this is so amazing, we have to share it with other people. We can't just keep this for ourselves. <laughs> I think mine's a lot more shallow. My dad always says, Jenny's always been a lot. That's how my husband me. Like, you know, when I came out to my parents, they were both like, yeah, we are really not at all surprised or concerned because now we actually feel better for everyone because it seems like a lot of pressure off everybody. And I sort of laugh, but that's, you know, there's a lot of truth to that. It's much easier to be sort of the perfect whatever for someone when you're not expected to be the perfect whatever because there's lots of other people to, to fill other parts of your life. At least, you know, talk to people about how you have, you know, friends that you like to go out and have a drink with and friends that you bowl with and friends that you scrapbook with, whatever your different weird parts of your personality are. And so in some ways, you know, being poly is just about having all those little components filled, those little compartments filled in without anybody feeling like there's some sort of failure because they don't complete you, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to repeat your websites again. JennyOnThePage.com, Jenny Block's website. You can go there and get her amazing book open. And Kamala is blisscoach.com not is kamala at blisscoach.com wow, I can't talk kamala at blisscoach.com is her email but you can go to blisscoach.com to see her new video about getting your relationship black belt which I'm excited to talk about but before we do that um, one of the things I wanted to talk and get your opinion about before we close is um, what about finding other people to play with This is a big question that I get a lot. Is like, okay, well, we want another, we're a couple, we're open, we want another woman to play with. I heard it referred to as the mythical unicorn, like it doesn't exist. Every couple wants another woman to play with. But how do you recommend people go about, you know, if they are opening their relationship to either being swingers or polyamory, to find other people to play with? Dive in. Jenny. Well, you know, that I think is the hardest question of all, and I get it all the time, too. And from my own personal experience, I don't think you should look very far. I mean, it's amazing what happens when you look around at the people who you already love and who already love you, when you sort of break that barrier, that conversation, say, have you guys ever talked about um, it can have a surprising result? I understand it could also have a horrifying result. You want to make sure you're careful about who you say that out loud to. But should you have, you know, friends that you can talk to about that sort of thing, that, that for me, actually, in a lot of ways, was my first and only step because those were, that was the first person who we did call our unicorn because, my God, she had to have been mythical. I mean, just how, how do you bring someone into a, a marriage first-timers doing that? And it was just perfection. Everyone always tells me not to, not to consider that the norm. That was a very... That was a very amazing thing to have happened. Um, but I think the other thing is just the same way you meet any people anyway. I mean, at what point do you meet someone and say, oh, one day I want to, you know, live in the city and have 10 babies? Well, you know, at that point in the conversation, maybe you say, you know, hey, I'm actually in a, you know, a sort of non-traditional marriage and this is what we're interested in. And if they're scared off and, you know, if my dad used to say you don't want to be friends with them anyway. Yeah, um, I... I, I I love the difference in our opinions because I totally disagree. <laughs> so I'm, I'm super glad that you brought up those points. But I frankly feel very strongly that if you're deciding to go into open relationship and, and you've recognized that you want this new paradigm, then get the hell out of the old paradigm, which means stop asking, you know, like normal people if they want to convert <laughs> and like find yourself, you know, surround yourself with 
um, people who get it already, who understand it, and it'll dramatically increase the chances of you actually having community and success and not having a lot of drama amongst all of the, you know, monogamous people around you. So I just feel really um, strongly about, hey, in every major city, fortunately, these days, there are poly organizations and, um, you know, networks and listservs and, you know, get, once, once you and, if you're in this borderline place, you and your partner are like, hey, maybe we should talk about opening the relationship, then immerse yourself in a new cultural perspective, surround yourself with people who are doing this to really strengthen the possibility because my experience is if people just experiment with other monogamous people, they're going to perpetuate a lot of dysfunction and misunderstanding. And so, that Kamala, is really quick, I have to interrupt sure. you because I want to hear about your film, and we've only got a few seconds sure. left. So can you tell us just a little bit about your film since I didn't get a chance to watch it? Um, what's going on there? So Earning Your Black Belt in Relationship is with me and Reed Mahalko, and what's exciting about it is we've taken the top ten deepest, you know, like our black belt secret tips, and we have um, transmitted this in, in, a, in a humorous teaching so that you really learn the best ways to not only, you know, if you're just opening your relationship, here's how you do it. If you're a total master at it, you can still take your practice even further. Awesome. Thank you both so much for joining us. JennyOnThePage.com, BlissCoach.com for Kamala Devi, RedHotTouch.com for my site, Enjoyed Sex with Jaya today. Thank you, Jaya. Thanks so Thank much. You. I had fun having sex with Jaya. How about you? <laughs> You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Don't forget to visit adamandeve.com with coupon code Jaya for 50% off. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.